the alt-right has a very serious problem. I know that's probably not a big surprise for most people who will be listening to this six minutes episode, but that's not the one of the many I could list to which I'm referring. I'm talking about a newly emergent problem which actually has real promise for how the alt-right can be responded to, but also some real significance for all of us trying to make the world a better place around a whole range of issues. Turns out that Steve Bannon on leaving the White House has announced he's going to be going after Matt Drudge, which sounds a little bit like an autoimmune disease, you know, the thing where your body attacks itself, because for most people, those two are not so different. Paul Joseph Watson of the right-oriented conspiracy purveyor InfoWars has made it very clear in the last week that he is distancing himself from the characters that unite the right, despite the fact that many of those same people were his biggest allies until recently, it seemed. And even within the Unite the Right community, we now have a gap opening up between so-called confederates and white supremacists. That's right. The guys who are waving the stars and bars are very upset with the white supremacists, you know, the guys with the Nazi flags, and vice versa. The issue, it turns out, is Jewish participation in the Civil War. The Confederates all acknowledge and are kind of proud of the fact the Confederacy was so good and pure, even Jews participated. The white supremacists, of course, cannot bear that and want that scrub from history. Now, what does all this point to? It really goes back to an old saying by the French essayist and novelist Eugene Sue. That's the English pronunciation. And if you'll forgive my bad French, Eugene Sue, for those who want to sound fancy about it or accurate. The hand that gives is the hand that gathers. In other words, the very same hand which can hand someone a gift will often be the hand that grabs that gift back. And in this case, the hand is the internet. And even though digital communication has been absolutely crucial in recent years to building strength for those on the alt-right, far-right neo-Nazi, white supremacist, fill in whichever blank you want, movement, and giving them a sense that they are not simply individuals in dark corners, but that perhaps there is a critical mass of such like-minded hate mongers, giving them confidence to apply for things like permits to march in Charleston. It also turns out that because they're now all communicating, the differences between those groups are becoming especially clear, and they can't bear it. So, in fact, the same digital platforms that let them all come together now shine a bright light on who they are, and to each other, that's often intolerable. And so the very hand which helps strengthen this movement is now taking back much of that power by forcing the purists in these various camps to confront each other. And precisely because they are so puritanical in their orientation, they can't bear even the slightest difference, thus undermining their claim that they are part of a national movement. Now, there are lessons in there for all of us, even though the vast majority of us, in America as a whole, it should be said, not just listening to this episode of Six Minutes, are uncomfortable to passionately opposed to the alt-right. The lesson for all of us is that we, with a mouse click, can always surround ourselves with those who will mirror our every belief. 
And it turns out that that's not so great. If we want to get anything big done in this life, it means looking past those fine distinctions and building relationships with those who we don't always agree with, of coming together in ways that do not always make us comfortable. We can take a lesson from the ugly infighting going on in the alt-right world, and by the way, on the far left, because it's a function of extremism to become puritanical, and actually not only reject individual expressions of that kind of fanaticism, but the thinking which lies behind it. Embrace the fact that we need each other not only even, but maybe especially when we don't agree. Are there limits of it? Sure there are. But the bottom line is to get anything really big done in this world takes a wide range of people. And that means that more and more, and especially in a digital world where we can seduce ourselves into living in little rabbit holes, thinking that that is the whole world, getting anything significant done is going to require some new combination of thicker skins and softer hearts. That if the soft-hearted people are so sensitive they can't bear anything which falls outside their comfort zone, or thick-skinned people are tough and able to build relationships but can't open their hearts to others, we're all going to be in trouble. But in a world in which people could really combine thicker skins and softer hearts, it seems to me there is almost no movement or cause for evil or hurt or harm which cannot be overcome and in which the world could actually be more like the one the rest of us really want.